Welcome, everybody. Welcome. You are tuned in to WMSC for Local Live. My name is Aaron. Uh, Cal Roach is my host. We're doing uh, things a little differently setup-wise today. But I want to let you know, first off the bat, if you're here at Club Garibaldi, our development director, Ryan Ashbrook, is outside with a buy one, get one free Rockabilly Chili ticket deal. So you definitely want to see that guy if you want a BOGO Rockabilly Chili ticket. Our chili event's going on Sunday, March 8th at the Kern Center. But uh, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC, we want to let you know it's sponsored by a donation from Club Garibaldi, which you are at right now. <laughs> it's 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview if you want to come and join us. Uh, we will be doing this thing till 7 o'clock tonight. And Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more in addition to lots of live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. And Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio. We're broadcasting tonight live over the air. Please give a warm, warm welcome to our musical guest tonight, Meg Nenek Mines. Right on. Thank you so much. So great to see all your faces out there tonight. Live and direct, 91.7 WMSC. First couple songs we're going to play for you off of our uh, record we released this July called Recompose. This first song is called In Time We Will Find.
Right, this next one's called It's Gonna Hurt. local live.
Thanks a lot, everybody. Magnetic Minds on WMSC is local live. We're happy to have them. Uh, Chris, could you just introduce the band real quick for everybody? Sure. On guitar, we have Jim Wilniak on drums. That's right. The newest addition, although he's been playing with us for three years now, and probably with me, who knows, 20. Uh, on drums, Mr. Tim Wick. And yours truly, Chris Ortiz on bass and vocals. So uh, just a quick reminder, uh, Rockabilly Chili tickets are available. Buy one, get one free right outside the door there. Um, Chris, you started out as a duo, you know, just bass and drums. Were you initially intent on being just bass and drums because you liked that sound, or was that just convenience, how you started? Yeah, I think, you know, in 2009, my son Julius was born, and at that time I was playing um, a lot with the Speed Freaks, the old hardcore band that existed in the 80s and then uh, reformed in 2007. And I was also playing with the hip-hop group El Gordo. Um, so once my son was born, it was time to take a break and figure out how to be a dad. So I, I stopped playing out and all that kind of stuff and, and figured that out. But of course, I couldn't stay away for too long. And uh, during the time uh, that I was with my son, um, I was with him all day. Um, um, and it gave me a lot of time when he took a nap to work on new material and all that kind of stuff. So after um, about a year and a half or so, I had a bunch of material that I was, it was itching to, to do. And a lot of it was being written on bass guitar. So I had a list of drummers, um, and Tim was in the top three. And I was thinking, literally thinking about calling him, and he actually called me. And, and Tim just had a, a son, his son Sam as well. So we were kind of the same on the same level where we were at in life and all that. And we just, we didn't really think it was gonna just be bass and drums, but um, just how it was going, it, it was felt good. It, we worked together well, and, uh, and that's how it turned out to be, so. So when Jim joined you on guitar, it seems like you immediately started writing, like, you know, exponentially and really quickly. Um, did your pace in general pick up as a band when Jim joined? Um, I, I would say it's it, it you know it stayed at the same in, um, level of writing and intensity and, and speed, but uh, you know the band we stopped playing in the end of like 2012 originally, and we had done other bands. Tim had gone on to do a solo project, and I was playing with other bands, and um, we actually got asked to play a show. I was actually going to do like a solo show with. Uh, stuff that I had written outside of the Magnetic Minds, and I was going to do Magnetic Minds songs. And I told Tim about it, and he was kind of like, hey, man, well, what's up? Well, how come I'm not doing this with you, you know? He was you can't do this without me. And I was like, you're right, so let's go. So we ended up playing a show, and we ended up playing with, like, Chief, and then we ended up playing another show with Go Go Slow. And, um, and we just kind of were like, you know, let's do this again, let's write some more music and do another record. But... Um, you know, we kind of try to get back on the bass and drum thing, and and we felt like we came up came up with some ideas. But we felt like we kind of did this already. You know, we kind of like filled out a lot of sound with two, a two piece, and and we were like, you know what, uh, Jim, who had been in a, many bands with me before, he wasn't really doing anything at the time, and I'm like, let's get him in here 
Tim was really behind it. Tim was like, we're all old friends, and Tim had never been in a project with Jim on guitar. So we're like, let's let's get in here and see what happens. So. All right, you've uh, you've kind of uh, answered <laughs> my next couple questions. So uh, I appreciate that. I think maybe we should uh, switch to some audience questions. Let's play a little audience audience roulette here. We've got quite a few here. And we appreciate that you guys keep keep sending the audience questions our ways. This is a this is a good one. Um, do you have two different bases for different tunings? No, it's something I definitely had thought about in the, doing in the past. But no, I brought two because you know I always use one bass guitar and nothing ever happens. But I know that when I'm on on air, my string will break and then I have to go in my bag and pull it out. So that's so no. At this point, no. I just it's a backup right now. That's great. I, th I think if there are any bands that want to be on the show that are listening tonight, listen to this. This is good advice. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, um, okay, so another question from the same audience member. Uh, wondering if you're willing to name any favorite players or bands. And this could probably go for everybody if you want to pass the mic around. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, I would say probably my all-time favorite rock band is probably the Bad Brains. Um, they're just amazing, and I, you know, I grew up a punk rocker, and and you know, getting into that band and, and the, their ability to switch, you know, gears, um, you know, just doing ultra fast, you know, rock and roll and hardcore and whatever, you know, and then go into like just straight dub. And I was at Bad Burn shows, and I seen HR, and it was it was like a religious experience for me. And I and like they were one of the bands growing up, like you you know, you see a band like that, and that's like you're like okay, that's if that can make that a goal, a standard to, you know, that'd be great. So um, I'll pass it on here. Tim, I'm gonna move this around the mic stand. Uh, favorite, favorite bands or players? Uh, well, early influences would have been Igor Cavalera, Sepultura. If you guys are, thank you. Uh, Dave Grohl, anything he did always got me going, and really locally, the band Feck, when they were around, it, it just I was really drawn to that music and that style, and uh, both drummers for that matter, and both of them really kind of formed my style. As soon as I started hanging out with Chris, as far as favorite player goes, I started to really change my style. You're welcome. <laughs> it was a big, he was a big influence on me, on me as far as what I, how I play, and. Uh, trying to relax a little bit. <laughs> Jim? Nothing too obscure. I would say early days, Hendrix, Van Halen. Um, 90s, you know, Primus, Rage, newer stuff, Tatran. Um, I think that's all that comes to mind right now. Hopefully that was sufficient. Well, I think it's time we uh, have the band play some more music. What do you guys think? All right, let's do it. Magnetic Minds live on WMSE. All right, so the next couple songs we're going to play were actually recorded like our EP Recompose at the WMSC studio with sound engineer Billy Cicerelli. Can we give a hand for Billy? This guy is amazing. He's a good friend of ours and he's highly underrated. Anyways, his first song is called Burn. It's going to be on a 45. Burn. 
tonight, this next one's called We're Down.
Thank you. WMSC's Local Live. We are live at Club Garibaldi, and uh, we've got Magnetic Minds here. And uh, I'm going to jump to another audience question. And uh, this, is, this is actually for Tim. Um, question is, uh, did the drummer do all his own stunt work on the movie Tim Wick 3? Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. All right. That was a great question, whoever came up with that. Okay, <laughs> we, <laughs> we want to loop back to something you mentioned before. We went um, into the, the previous set. Um, your most re recent record, Recompose, and you have a new one coming out. Did you work with Billy Cicerelli solely on these projects? And why did you go to Billy, and where did you record with him? So yeah, so the last two recordings we did, Recompose and the, this upcoming 45, were both done uh, exclusively with Billy. Um, we, you know, we've, we've, uh, the, the first record we did was with Shane Hawkstetler at a Howell Street Studios, amazing, and did a great job. Um, and I, we just, you know, we were, just want to switch gears and I just, you know, every, we've done so many local lives with you guys in, you know, over the past couple decades and numerous bands and, and I always go back and listen to them and it, it sounds, it's so live, I mean, it's live, but I mean, and he makes it sound so like warm and it's just great, you know? And so, yeah, we went to Billy and we just really wanted to see what he could do with it, like from front to back, you know, record, we recorded it at the MSC studios, which is anybody who's in bands that have played there, it's a lot of fun. And then the setup was the same as it would be for doing this. Um, except, you know, we went in there on a Sunday when there was no staff and, and we to take our time to really dial it in. And Billy's just a, uh, you know, he's a friend of ours and, and he's really great to work with because he just has a lot of fun doing it. It's not like his job and he can really like, he takes his time with it and, you know, and he likes to, to play around with it and like that and, and we just kind of let him do what he did and we were super excited about the results. So figured we'd give it another shot and keep it rolling. So, yeah. Um, did you did you mention when we can expect that seven inch to be coming out at all? Should be out in the next decade or so. Um, we're hoping we're hoping this summer. I got to get back in there with Billy, and we need to uh, lock in the vocals and and mix it down. And uh, it's only two songs, so it shouldn't take as long. So hopefully, early this summer is the one that we're expecting. So, yeah. Okay, some more audience questions. Um, this one. Uh, I was actually asking you a question about performing and um, about, you know, can you explain some of your concepts of like visuals and um, he means gates in performing, but I think he means like timing of vocals and inspiration. So what I'm guessing is how do you, what inspires you <laughs> to put the whole package together, you know? Well, I, I've been doing this for a while now, and you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, being a young rocker, punk rocker guy, I always, you know, was always in the band. So, and I feel like, uh, you know, after doing it a while, I, I think where most people would be like, okay, I did that, and that was a lot of fun. Now it's time to move on with my life. I feel like every the three of us on stage here, I think we're at a point now in our lives where. You know, we're all dads and we have, you know, our careers that we've all been doing for a while and whatever. And I feel like, 
you know, we're going to be do, we're going to be lifers now at this point, and we do this. This is this is like doing this kind of stuff is is makes us feel free. So you know, this is our passion, and it's a ton of fun. And I don't, and I, you know, I got, we all have a lot. As you see, we have a lot of energy we need to get out. So yeah, we're going to keep this going as long as we can, in whatever form. So yeah, that's excellent news. <laughs> This is another really good audience question. Um, is it still important to record in spite of the dying industry? Absolutely. I mean, anybody, I mean, there's, I, there's a lot of musicians out there, right? And just music lovers. Record. Always, there's a, a mantra we say, always hit record. Always hit record. You know, like, but no, it's like, you know, I think um, whatever's in the moment is great to be captured, whether you want to revisit that or not but yeah it's very important and I think anybody who uh, I mean there's a lot of big music you know heads like you guys and, and we all like look for stuff oh I heard there's this one uh, oh they had the uh, like the bad brains they, there was a recording that never really like, I gotta get it right so you know and being in bands you know it's like it's I revisit a lot of, of things that that have recorded in the past whether they were released or not yeah absolutely keep going keep doing it you know and that's it's and, and I almost feel like Lately, I mean, even shows that have been here at Club Garibaldi, I've been talking to my good friend Dan Duchesne, who books this place now. The shows are selling out. And I'm really hoping that it's kind of taking an upswing. Not that the scene here was ever bad or anything like that, but I feel like it's good to hear that bands that weren't expecting to sell at a show and they, they sell it out by 10.30. And that's a good sign. I mean, people are coming back to music again, getting away from all the media and coming in and seeing something in person. Like you guys here, this is a packed house. Thank you for coming tonight. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. We absolutely do appreciate you all being here, and uh, I think it's about time for a few more songs, isn't it? Let's have a few more songs. Magnetic Minds here on WMSC's Local Live, everybody. And we got one from our 2012 release, Audio Rorschach. This one's called Through You.
I have to remember to take my earplugs out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into WMSC's Local Live with Magnetic Minds, as he said. That's a new one. So we don't have a ton of time left, so I want to get to a couple more questions from our awesome audience. Thanks for coming out, guys. Um, someone out there wanted to know, where do you draw the inspiration from for your, your lyrics and also for your music? Um, you know, a lot of it just comes from... Um, uh, really, the, the 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 music itself, I think, pushes it. You know, I think just depending on who, you know, the time we're getting together and and calling calling on like the old the riffage that you know or whatever it is, you know, and, and you and you start jamming together. And for me personally, the lyrics usually come after the music. I, I seldom write lyrics to fit music too. I kind of will feel how you know just just the actual atmosphere the music's portraying, and then I'll I'll fit the lyrics to it and. Most of the lyrics I got that I write are um, a lot of self-reflection, usually, and, and hopefully sending a, a good message. And I try to keep up, even though the, the music can be very heavy and aggressive sounding, I try to keep a, a, a forward thinking and a positive message in it. So that's my goal with that. So. Okay, how about for the scream? Because I think Chris has like possibly the greatest rock and roll scream in Milwaukee. I think our audience agrees. Where, where did you get the inspiration for that? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Great, Jim. All right. Um, well, that is very kind to hear. Um, I, uh, there's so many bands I listen to, actually. Um, uh, a lot, just a lot of thrash, metal, and punk. Again, like, you know, HR from the Bad Rains. And actually, Dan Kabinski from Die Kreutzen was a big influence to me as well. You know, of just... Uh, Chris Cornell, like all that stuff, you know, I really, uh, for me, it's it's fun to just let it out and uh, like kind of pretend that your your voice is like a like a screaming guitar or something, you know, like that. But yeah, but yeah, a lot of stuff locally um, and uh, kind of all around. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Kel, do you have any more question questions, or should I should we ask about your upcoming show that you've got on the fifteenth? We should really talk about your benefit that you're playing. Yeah, it's uh, so we're doing a benefit show uh, on the 15th. It's a Sunday. Uh, it's all I just show at the Cactus Club from three to six, and it is in support of the Hi-Fi Cafe, which is one of the, you know, the oldest school original coffee shops down here in Bayview before anything got built up. I mean, I, they've got to be 20 years run. But um, our good friend Mary Hart. Um, had some uh, medical things going on and that kind of put her out of work for a while, set her back. And uh, although she had a great staff, like keeping the hi-fi together, uh, you know, Mary is the, is, no pun intended, but the heart and soul of the place. And she's back now, she's healthy. And uh, we owe it to Chris DeMay, who set this whole thing up. And there's a bunch of bands playing. Uh, I've seen that Bleeds playing and Testa Rosa and uh, Juniper Tar is like back in action doing it, but it's in. Uh, we want to raise some money, and I think it's just really to put some good vibes together and, and, and show that we love those guys and that, you know, we here down in this community, if not of all of Milwaukee, that we all stick together no matter what. So, right? So, so come on down for that, you guys, if you can. Give it up for Chris DeMay. <laughs> all right, we're going to give you our final reminder to buy the buy one, get one. 
chili tickets. Rockabilly Chili goes down at the Kern Center on Sunday, March 8th. I want to say thank you so much, guys, for coming out. Thanks so much to Magnetic Minds. You guys are amazing. You've got another song for us, but before we go, Cal's got some things to say. Might as well wrap things up on our end before we uh, close it out with some music. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE, supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi, located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Club Garibaldi offers a full bar, burgers, wings, and more, in addition to lots of live events. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. And produced tonight by myself and Aaron, engineered and broadcast from Club Garibaldi by Billy Cicerelli and our Club Garibaldi staff. All video by Moleskin Productions. And uh, we want to just thank everybody here for coming out. Great crowd tonight. Thanks for all the great questions. Give yourselves a quick hand. We really appreciate it. And we want to let you know you can find upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances at WMSE.org. And uh, next Tuesday, we'll be back at 6 p.m. back in the studio. Another edition of Local Live with Operations. You don't want to miss that. And uh, with that, we'll turn it over to Magnetic Minds for one more, one more tune. Thanks a lot, guys. Give it up for Cal and Aaron. These guys have been doing this every week forever. All right, we got one more for you. This is instrumental called Flight.
That was flight. Thank you so much again for coming out, everybody. We are the Magnetic Minds. Thank you to Aaron and Cal, the local live crew, Billy Cicerelli and WMSC. And, of course, Club Garibaldi for having us. Great wings, best in town. <laughs>